Welcome to, is this shit crooked? That's not what it's called. Actually, that'd be kind of a cool name. Is this shit crooked? Um, this is no eye contact. This is episode twenty-two. My name is Ash. I'm twenty-five. I'm a Virgo, and my fucking eyes hurt today, dude. I don't know what is going on. I think it's because I. It's possibly because I cried a lot yesterday, and then I cried this morning. But like, they feel crazy. Anyways, how the fuck is it going? Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Honey. Honey, would you like to say anything? Very well said. Dude, I just touched her bed for two seconds and there's fucking hair all over the mic. Jesus. I do have a mic stand, but... um, I wanted to face this way because I didn't want to turn a light on and the windows this way. It doesn't matter. How's it going? I'm recording this on February 5th and, you know, I just wanted to, to chat a little bit, talk about what's going on, you know, talk some fucking smack. Um, first thing I have beef. I have beef with blue cross blue shield. You guys suck. And it pisses me off that you're like considered one of the number like the best healthcare because honestly you're not. I found out I might have said this in another podcast that Blue Cross doesn't cover Pap smears. That's crazy. You should cover Pap smears. What the fuck? It's not my fault I have a fucking vagina. I'm gonna have to get a bill once a year for two hundred dollars because I have a vagina. That's stupid. And also, for 2022, they decided not to cover my ADHD medication anymore. My ADHD medication that was really, really working for me. So, that's fucking sick. Um, so now I have to get a new one and I'm scared. I'm wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt. I thrifted it. It's very possible that it was a child's. Mine now, bitch. <laughs> I, um... Last weekend, I... God, my... Dude, my eyes hurt so bad. I bet if I had eye drops, I would feel better. But I don't have eye drops. Okay, last weekend, I went thrifting with my grandmother. We went to two Goodwills. Got a lot of great stuff. Got this fucking Spider-Man t-shirt. And at the second Goodwill, there was an anti-masker causing a damn scene. Okay? And it was... I literally could not believe it was happening. So I'm just chilling in the Goodwill. My grandma and I go separate ways. And Goodwill has gotten pretty uh, serious about their mask game. Like they do have a sign on the door that says uh, we require masks. And at both the Goodwills when you came in, like if people didn't have masks on, they were like, hey, can you put on a mask? We have some masks right here. Like put on a damn mask. And so most people just do it. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Some people like fake like they're putting on a mask. And then when they walk through the store, they like take it off. Because they're like, I dare you to say some shit to me. But anyways, this fucking old guy comes in and the lady's like, hey, can you put on a mask? And I I guess he was like, no, I'm not going to put on a mask. And then it just escalated. And then next thing you know, this man is screaming in a goodwill and he's like, it's not a law. You're breaking the law. It actually hurts your health to wear a mask. And uh, he was like. I guess he was like I want to talk to the manager she was like I am the manager and then basically escalated into her having to call the police because he refused to leave and also refused to put on a mask and he was like tell the cops I'll be waiting in the parking lot and then he started to walk out and I guess he realized like he's not being a nuisance if he's not being a problem if he waits in the parking lot so he can't he was like actually I'm gonna wait right right here and he came he like stood right in front of her face while she was calling the cops and like I went up there because like well my grandma later was like I was scared he had a gun which honestly I didn't even think about that and I should have because the county I live in 
you never fucking know. <laughs> and so I was more scared that he was going to like get physical with the worker, like put his hands on the worker. And so I went up there, not like I could do anything, but I went up there and I, and I was like recording because it was also like, I can't really do anything, but I can have evidence. <laughs> and, uh, and there was another lady up there like recording. I was like, fuck yeah. And then he went and like sat in his car and then the cops showed up and when they came in, they like talked to the worker and they talked to the lady who had been recording before. And then I saw them knock on the guy's window in the, in the parking lot and then make him get out to talk to them. And then I have no idea what happened. And then he left and I was like, cause I like, I don't know. Just, is it really the end of the world to shop at Goodwill? Is it really going to fuck you up? Like even my grandma's anti-mask and she put a damn mask on. Okay. <laughs> when we were, when we were leaving Goodwill, I was, we were talking about it and that's when she told me like she was scared of, he had a gun and she was like, should I be crawling under like the, the clothing racks? And, um, I was just repeating what he said, you know, like you're breaking the law and you're actually hurting your health by wearing a mask. And she was like, actually they do, they do say that, especially for young kids. And I was just, I just didn't say anything, but it's like, how, first of all, is it you're hurting your health more than like getting COVID and possibly dying? Um, and also how have doctors and surgeons been wearing masks for literal fucking years and it's been fine and they don't have health problems? Hmm. That's really, really interesting. That's really interesting that you would say that. But so anyways we went to um my cousin is working at outback <laughs> so we went to outback <laughs> and uh we sat in his section and he just when he he like got our drinks or whatever and he was just like and lots of bread and i was like yeah like i just thought he was just talking he literally brought us fucking three loaves of bread with like a like in like a pyramid and i'm and like Bro, we are two people. We do not need that much bread. Thank you, but like, no thank you. And then we got cheese fries and I was just like, oh, can you like bring an extra thing of ranch? Because like we both like ranch. And this man was showing off, okay? He brought out two fucking soup bowls full of ranch. I don't I don't need that much ranch. <laughs> um, But it was good. Outback, I'm going to say it. They have the appetizers. They have the bread. Supposedly the caramel cookie skillet is good. I will not have it because I want chocolate chip. That's all I want. So I'm going to stand by my girl Chili's. Chili's and Olive Garden have the best. I'm sorry. Appetizers, entrees, desserts. I'm so sorry. Don't talk to me. Outback, not it. Outback is like fake fancy. And that and that's the tea. That's the truth. Also, fuck Carabas. I'm never going to Carabas. Fuck you. Bullshit. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna expand on why because I don't really have a reason. But fuck them. Then after Outback, we went to a different thrift store, and the cops showed up again for like a person. I think I think it was just like a lady was kind of acting like really erratic, and they thought maybe she was stealing stuff. Um, but it was just like, I never have like, I don't know, just public interaction or public experiences where people are acting a fool and especially not that the cops are being called. And it happened twice in one day in like the span of a few hours. Like what, like what is going on? What's happening? I actually was supposed to go get a tattoo today, but my artist is sick. So I wasn't able to get a tattoo. I was getting a hereditary tattoo, but I'll get it next week. I'm like in love with my tattoo artist. She's so fucking sick. She's so sweet. She's so talented and I love her. I'm never getting tattooed by a man ever again. Never, never. Oh, and dude, this is fucking crazy. So my tattoo artist uh, where she works, there's this other tattoo artist. I'm not gonna say her name, but 
so like that one and my tattoo artist are friends and they were so like if I'm there if they're both there and like I'm getting tattooed like a lot of times I like I talk to her but so she was talking about how like she hates doing tattoos for um like anything that's like words or she she hates doing those because she said English wasn't her first language she's Russian and I was like oh whoa were you born in Russia and she was like yeah I moved here when I was 10 and I was like whoa like did your like why did your parents move you to America and she was like actually I was adopted from an orphanage I'm like whoa what the fuck she said that she thinks like she said that when she was like three, she was told she was dropped off at the orphanage, lived there till she was 10. Get this adopted to an American family moves to America. She knows no English. They know no Russian. And so they have to use like Google translate to ask her questions and stuff, but she can't like type out a response because she doesn't know the like English keyboard. And so she can only like nod or shake her head. And so, and then like a month after she gets there, she gets put into public school. So basically she's forced to like learn Ru Russian, learn English as fast as she can. So she is able to, uh, communicate. And this is all at like fucking 10 years old, dude. Like that is like, I just literally cannot even imagine going through that. I can't even imagine what that was like. Fucking crazy. And I haven't, since she's told me that, I've not been able to stop thinking about it. Like, like, what the fuck is that like? Also, how did you end up here? Like, did you guys move here? Or did you move somewhere else and then somehow you ended up here? Like, what is the tea? Also, speaking of tattoos, I just learned that I'm allergic to Saniderm. If you don't know what Saniderm is, it's basically like, like saran wrap for a tattoo, basically. Like a saran wrap bandage and I had used it on my legs went fine went great I really enjoyed it actually and then I put it on my uh sternum tattoo and between my boobs like I I definitely had an allergic reaction like like bumps so fucking itchy and even like probably two weeks after taking it off it was still like so itchy and bumpy and I just thought like, oh, maybe that's just like a really sensitive area. And so I got uh, something on my arm last week and I put Sanoderm on my arm and it started to like not, it just started to feel weird. And so eventually I took it off and I had like two blisters on it. And I feel like it kind of affected one of the tattoos, like how it's healing. So I'm like, fuck, good thing that before I started on this tattoo journey, I bought three boxes of Sanoderm just to find out that I am allergic to Sanoderm. So I'm gifting the two unopened boxes to my artist. Because, like, uh, obviously, I'm not going to fucking use them. But that's so annoying because that would be so convenient. Like, Sanoderm is really good for, like, it, the healing process of a tattoo. Like, if it's, you know, if it's under clothes. Like, if it's just constantly rubbing against clothes all day. Like, that's fucking nice. It keeps it moisturized. It's supposed to be, like, better for the color. But... It's also, it's very difficult to put on by yourself. I will say that. So, I am kind of excited to not have to like wrestle with it anymore dude I went to yesterday I went to a so if you don't know I am an appraiser appraisal trainee right now and I'm working to become an appraiser and I work with my dad my grandfather's also an appraiser he's the one that taught my dad but so my grandfather like every two years you have to do like this continuing education course and you could like, you could like just pay online and like take, do it online in the comfort of your home. Or you can like go to an in-person class and it will count as your continuing education. So apparently my grandfather has started hosting uh, these classes and so he had one yesterday and I went and luckily me, my dad, and my aunt didn't have to pay cause we're literally grandfathered in. <laughs> and I was really not looking forward to it. I was look, I was feeling very anxious about it. I think it was like taking me back to anxiety of being in school or like when I was in college and I had class, 
like it was free like i was like so scared of like just like what's gonna happen and the social interaction and like i'm just gonna be so fucking bored for eight hours and it's gonna be a bunch of old people and what if my grandfather calls on me i'm not gonna know what's happening what if i fall asleep like i i would i struggled in class i would always fucking nod off but it was fine It was more like discussion based. So it wasn't just like my grandfather talking at us. It was like people interacting and stuff. And sometimes they tell funny stories and like jokes and shit. And so that was cool ish. I would still rather not be there. Um, but so there was this fucking guy there. And when he, before he walked up, my dad was like, this guy reminds me of Paul Rudd or like we always call this guy Paul Rudd. And he literally looked like, my hometown's version of a Paul Rudd <laughs> and also his name was Paul <laughs> but so when he walked up my dad was like oh this is Paul he drives a Maserati my dad's a car guy I don't know why he told me that fun fact but he was like he drives a Maserati and without skipping a beat Paul like popped his hip out and looked at me and he was like I'm kind of a big deal <laughs> uh and he just was literally so funny. Like, all through the class, he was just saying shit. And every time he talked, he was so funny. And I was like, this is literally who my dad wishes he could be. Because this guy is actually funny. <laughs> and not mean and annoying. I'm sure if Paul was my dad, I would think he was mean and annoying. Anyways. Uh, and also, my dad is bald. Paul had a full head of hair. Beautiful head of hair. <laughs> Conditioned. <laughs> And I'm, that's everything my dad wants. Just a full head of hair and to not be annoying, I guess. <laughs> but um, my grandfather, he Paul was sitting in front of me. I was in the second row. Paul was sitting in front of me in the first row. And my grandfather was like picking on him the whole time. Like, like anytime he saw Paul make a face or anything, he would be like, what? What is it? Paul, what is it? Who are you texting? And afterwards, I like at one point, my grandfather like threw an eraser at him. <laughs> and I was like. And it was all laughs, but then afterwards I was like, so are they like buddy buddy? Like do they talk a lot or something? And my dad was like, I don't I don't think so. I thought that was weird too. <laughs> uh but it was fine. There was like this middle-aged lady there. Her name was Erin, and she was so fucking beautiful. And I literally wanted to take her to Waffle House on a date. I wanted to. I really did. Um, she was so she was so fucking pretty. If I could take my eyeballs out right now and swish them around in like some saline or something, I would. I really, really would. Dude, let's talk about some fucking shows, okay? Let's talk about TV. Ever heard of it? TV? Television? So, I just watched the show Dope Sick. If you have not watched Dope Sick on Hulu, you should. It is an eight episode like special series and it is fucking incredible so well done it is not a feel-good show i will say that it does not feel good but it's like a real fucking thing that happened it's about the sackler family who this is like in the 90s and early 2000s i guess i guess mainly the 90s but so it's about the sackler family who is like the super fucking rich influential family who lived in new york and they owned purdue pharma and I think they were actually also responsible for like pushing Vicodin as like, is Vicodin a pain medicine? What is Vicodin? But they like helped market Vicodin. I know that. Which is hydrocodone. Um, High risk for addiction and dependence. Can cause respiratory distress and death when taken in high doses and when combined with other substances. It's, oh yeah, it's a painkiller. Um, so they're really in the business of painkillers. And so after they did such a good job with Vicodin, they discovered oxycodone. Wait, that's not correct. Oxycontin. I would say cotton, but it's cotton. Oxycontin. Oxy. And they were like, you know what, we, we can, opioids have been pushed out of the, out of like the pain relief field for way too long. And like opioids, when taking correctly, when you're unable to abuse them, can truly help. 
And so they create Oxycontin, which is an opioid that is, and this is the way that they were able to like kind of get it past the FDA and stuff is like, it's cover. It's like, oh, it was this patented like time. It's like a time release coating. So it, you know, over the course of 12 hours, instead of getting like super fucking high, like you just like took heroin or something, um, and then having an insane withdrawal with the time release, it was like, it was supposed to be like, it gives you a little bit and then maybe you drip a little bit and then you a little bit. So it's like, you don't have the high euphoria and you don't have the, the low withdrawals. So it's like, oh, like there's no getting addicted to it. There's no withdrawal, blah, blah, blah. Like there's no way to abuse it. And they got a special created FDA label that said, this is non-addictive. This is an opioid and it is non-addictive. <sighs> but here's the fucking deal. Is that they were, they, uh, Purdue Pharma spent so much money creating a giant fucking like sales team. And they trained their sales team to basically lie about all the shit. It's non-addictive. It lasts 12 hours, blah, blah, blah. Um, and go push it on doctors, specifically starting in, and this is what the, the show takes place about, in like rural Virginia, West Virginia, and Maine, which is mainly where a lot of, um, like a lot of like very physical workers work, like there was a lot of like coal mining and stuff, so there's a lot of physical pain going on. So they're like, oh, we'll start there. And they were pushing it on these doctors and telling them like, you, you can prescribe it for anything. I and mean, then here's the other thing. So it was like a 12 hour window, but it was a lie. It actually only lasted for like eight hours. So after eight hours, your pain would come back and, but you're not supposed to take your dose for four more hours. So then they made up this thing called breakthrough pain. They're like, Oh, you're having breakthrough pain. So that just means you need to double your dose and it's completely safe to double your dose. It's not addictive. And so they're like doubling people's doses. They're giving them, they're fucking quadrupling people's doses. They're starting people off at like higher doses than like the starting dose. And they're just like pushing it on these doctors, pushing it on these doctors and, and pushing it on pharmacists and, and threatening them and telling them like, if you don't carry Oxycontin in your, in your pharmacy, we can sue you, which wasn't even true. Um, and, and Doctors are literally prescribing it from everything to like, oh, like sore back to like, I have a headache. They're prescribing it for anything. And so next thing you know, people are like fucking addicted to it. And then people also figured out that if they just like suck on it for a second, then they, they're able to rub it on their like arm or something and they rub off that time release coating and, um, crush it up, snort it, and then there's no time release. You're instantly completely high. A lot of people fucking overdose from that. Um, and it's just, it's fucking everywhere. Like, there's literally clinics pop up specifically just for fucking, basically, addicts who go in there and say, like, oh, my back hurts, and then the, the doctor's like, okay, here's your Oxycontin prescription, and... It was just like way too available and now a bunch of fucking people are addicted to it. And this family like does not give a fuck. They just keep being like, it's not addictive. Like we can't help it. Like addicts are addicts. Like if, if like abusers figure out a way to abuse, that's not on us. That's just what they do. But like people who, t if they take it how they're prescribed by their doctor, then like blah, 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 blah. Um, so it's like a mix of like how it starts and how bad it gets mixed with like in the early 2000s there there was a big I guess it was kind of like the late dude like early 2010s maybe I don't know it doesn't matter what's up bitch honey is awake um and what was I talking about dope sick And 
what are we talking about fuck i've lost my i completely lost my train of thought okay mixed with like the court case where they like tried to take them down and like prove that like basically at the time a like crime rose and pretty much all crime was like connected to oxycontin um pharmacies were getting broken into and the only thing that was being stolen was oxycontin doctors are at these clinics and shit are like just giving out uh prescriptions willy-nilly and they're uh coercing people into like sexual favors for the prescriptions and shit like it's just so much fucked up shit is happening um and then so dope sick is literally what it's called when you're like going through withdrawal i guess like you're dope sick but so this is the thing i also did not know that much about oxycontin like it was reminding me a lot of the movie beautiful boy which is about meth and in the sense that both like meth and i guess opioids like which but i think meth is kind of like instant like opioids more like you like you start to get in the habit of it and your body gets used to it but so basically you the withdraw basically it fucking rewires your brain so that you are unable to think or feel like a normal person and what it can take up to two years it sorry not up to it can take at least two years for your fucking brain to heal from when you stop taking it however when you are addicted to it uh like when you're going through withdrawal you you literally think that you are dying like you you think that you did you hear that whistle that my fucking mouth just made you feel like you are dying and that if you don't get your brain is literally like if i don't get oxy right now if i don't get meth right now i'm gonna fucking die and like that's all you fucking care about um it's fucking crazy but so it was so well done it was so fucking well done michael keaton was in it rosario dawson um caitlin dever i think she's from like book smart she was also in beautiful boy um and then also will poulter was in it let's talk about will poulter for a second if you don't know who will poulter is i honestly think will poulter i was gonna say was my first celebrity crush but i think my first celebrity crush was andy samberg just to be real so easily top three top three first celeb crushes is will poulter will poulter is you would probably know him from if you've seen where the millers he's the kid with the eyebrows he was in maze runner he what else has he done recently He was in the third Chronicles of Narnia. He was their really annoying cousin, Eustace. And I've literally been in love with him since I was 12 years old and I love him so much. Oh, also he was in the um, Black Mirror, like, choose your own adventure thing they did. Uh, He was in, like, the Black Mirror, choose your own adventure thing that they did. He was, like, the guy who uh did acid with the main kid and then spoiler alert like th- while he's on acid he like throws him off himself off the fucking balcony crazy um anyways i really like him and i think that he's a good actor and i think that he's really cute and every time i see him in interviews he seems so sweet and he's british and he's really funny and he's like six foot fucking three and yeah but so he's in dope sick and i'm excited because i'm like i love this guy he's great and he does a good job and then he has a couple shirtless scenes and I'm like, this boy is beefed up right now. Like, why the fuck is this boy so beefed the fuck up? And that's when I learn he is joining the Marvel Universe. I don't give a fuck about Marvel, but I have to go see it because I want to support my husband. So he's going to be some character called Adam Warlock. I don't know who the fuck that is. But I think the first person, the first one he's coming in is 2023 guardians of the galaxy 3 which that's the other thing i liked guardians of the galaxy but now i fucking can't stand chris pratt like literally his face makes me mad so i'm gonna i guess i'll have to suffer through i'm not gonna go see it in the movie theater that's how i'll show chris pratt no i just here, okay fuck chris pratt here's my problem with marvel and i'm not talking about spider-man because spider-man was really good actually i am talking about spider-man so marvel like they are very you know, they have a fucking plan for X amount of years for 
like which movies are coming out when we need to be done by blah 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 like how it fits in our universe and the storylines so i feel like and they have so much fucking money right i feel like they they rely too heavily on cgi because it's faster than doing like practice more practical effects and in turn to me especially like the fight scenes and stuff it and i know i'm not the only person to think this i know this is not an original thought but they just look like a fuck they look like it hurts your eyeballs like it doesn't look like anything it like you it just doesn't look real it i mean obviously i know it's a superhero and there's like a monster or whatever but just try to make it believable like you have enough money to do it right to where it looks good maybe that's my problem is that marvel is like it's not like where's the fucking cinematography you know make it look pretty i just don't feel like it looks pretty i feel like they all kind of fucking look the same and like they just are like cgi the shit out of it like even spider-man i love spider-man i think i said before like i don't care about superheroes but if i did have a favorite superhero it would be spider-man and i don't know if i fucking said this in the past it's all a blur but so i had never seen tom holland spider-man's i grew up on toby mcguire i enjoyed andrew garfield and then i just never saw the tom holland ones but so the newest one was coming out and so my brother and i watched the first two and then went and saw the newest one. First Tom Holland one, meh. Second Tom Holland one, a little bit better. I liked Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and I cared about it a little more. You know, I was like, okay, I'm convinced. Like, Tom Holland is a good Spider-Man. It's fine. And then the third one, holy shit. Incredible. Amazing. I cried three times. Like, it was so fucking good. Everyone did amazing. I, there wasn't one part of it that I felt bored or I didn't like. And... I really didn't have any complaints like my only complaint and this was like for all of the Tom Holland ones was like like for example the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man like when he's fucking flying through the city like it is Tobey Maguire on a wire in front of like a green screen and maybe you can tell it's a green screen whatever but like it's fucking Tobey Maguire but like when Tom Holland's swinging through the city I know I can that's not a person like I can tell that I'm just looking at like a little computer animation and it's like, that's not fun. I want to feel, I want to feel like I'm there with you, boy. That's not Tom Holland's fault. But so anyways, that's my beef with Marvel. Also like, I just don't care about superheroes. I just really, I really, really don't. I really, really don't. Um, but so I guess I have to see the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 to support my boy. Oh, but that's that's why he's so beefed up is because he's on that fucking, he's on that Marvel diet. He's on that Marvel training regimen. But um, fuck Chris Pratt. That's what I'll fucking say. Fuck Chris Pratt. We should replace Chris Pratt with Andy Samberg. That would be, would that work? Do we think that he could pull that off? Is he too goofy? I don't know. I feel like if you... If you haven't seen the last like movie that Andy Samberg did was Palm Springs on Hulu and it was very good. It's like about it's basically like a Groundhog Day movie of like repeating the same day over and over and over. But it's so fucking good. It's so funny. I don't know who the actress is in it, but she's great. J.K. Simmons is in it. Um, Derek from Team Wolf is in it. <laughs> and it's just fucking good. And I feel like he wasn't too goofy in it. I feel like he was like a believable character, a believable person, but also, but like charming and handsome because that's what he is and, but funny. And so I wonder if, you know, Andy Samberg, like imagine Guardians of the Galaxy, but now like imagine Andy Samberg as Star-Lord. I'm gonna have to ask my brother what he thinks about that. If he thinks that... Andy Samberg could play that role because I wonder because I'm definitely biased I am I will admit that I am 100% biased I love Andy Samberg I've loved him since I was also 12 (laughs) I would literally like okay that to me everyone's like it's the same thing when people are like you know I don't even know what I'm talking about I was gonna bring up like make America great again but I don't know if I'm saying this right like 
like basically whatever era you like grew up in you think that that is the best so like fucking baby boomers think that like the 50s and 60s were the best my dad thinks that the 80s were the best i think the early 2000s were the best (laughs) i don't think anything was the best to be honest but that's how i feel about snl eras i think it's the same thing you because some people will be like oh snl sucks now or like blah blah blah. it used to be so good honestly and watch drew gooden's video on snl it's always been mediocre sometimes there's really good ones and then a lot of times they're meh and then sometimes there's really bad ones it's just always kind of been like that but like whatever era you grew up watching that's the that's like you remember it being like the fucking best so for me that was like in the 2010s when it was like Andy Samberg Bobby Moynihan Fred Armisen Kristen Wig. Keenan Thompson I love when Terry Killam was there Bill Hader like mm. Mm. and I can remember like because SNL would come on really late and I was supposed to be in bed I would literally like sneak down the stairs and I would sit on the stairs and there was like our door to the living room was glass or like had glass panes in it and then there was on the wall there was a mirror and from where I was sitting on the stairs I could see the reflection of SNL in the mirror. And so that's how I would watch SNL. <laughs> and then I would like hear my parents get up and I have to like fucking scramble up the stairs. Um, and then I got extremely into Lonely Island. Like I watched all of their old YouTube videos. I would force my friends to watch them. I would, I literally unironically would listen to their music. I still kind of do that to this day, to be honest. And then like, I just, and then I discovered maybe... Yeah, and then I discovered Hot Rod, and my life changed. Like, I watched Hot Rod so many times in high school, and I also was, like, a Tumblr bitch in high school, and so I know I, like, would um, make gifts a lot and put them on Tumblr. I remember I had a lot of gifts from (laughs) – I had a lot of Lonely Island gifts, first of all, but, like, a lot of gifts from Hot Rod. I remember one birthday I had, like, a birthday party. I made everybody watch Hot Rod. (laughs) Dude, Hot Rod's good. I'm going to get a Hot Rod tattoo. Fuck it. I love Hot Rod. I could quote Hot Rod all fucking day, but I won't. You're welcome. What were we talking about? Andy Samberg? Could, could, I saw a TikTok that said, like, every celebrity, there's, like, a Mario and a Wario. And Mario's, like, a hero. And then Wario's, like, this fucking annoying ass. I don't even know what what is Wario to Mario. I need to see the family tree. Oh, it's like an oh, there was a cartridge called Mario Family Tree. Fuck are these people? Who is Wario to Mario? Who is Wario? Oh, he's he's literally just the bad guy. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not know that Wario was a bad guy because. I'm not I'm not part of the Super Mario universe, first of all. But I didn't know Wario was a bad guy. I thought he was just quirky. Oh my god, that's what it is. Mario and Luigi, and then it's Wario and Waluigi. I just fucking connected that. I honestly thought I didn't think Wario was bad because I loved the game WarioWare growing up on the Wii and then also the DS. And like there's nothing in it about him being a bad guy. <laughs> uh, but there's not really a story in it. But anyways. Okay, I, j- I did not know that. Okay, so basically Mario is the hero. And then Wario is like literally his like arch nemesis. Like the opposite of him. And so I saw a TikTok that said Andy Samberg is a Mario. And Chris Pratt is his Wario. Which is that like they both kind of had the same start. and Which not even really. They both basically want to be like the funny golden retriever boy and Chris Pratt went out on dark path, which was Christianity and being a Republican. And I feel like Andy Samberg has done literally nothing problematic and that speaks volumes because he's been around forever. Let's, let's see if he has any fucking scandals. Andy, how do you, 
I was going to say there should be a website that like just easily like has all the like bad things celebrities have done, but it's like, that's Twitter. I literally see nothing. I literally see nothing. Like it's all just like, oh, stuff you didn't know about him or like him supporting Terry Crews when Terry Crews like talked about uh, his sexual harassment case or sexual assault case. That's what I'm saying, bro. Nothing. Nothing. I guess Chris Pratt hasn't, like, done anything, but I just don't like his vibe. I really don't like his vibe. I'm going to do an episode on celebs with bad vibes at some point, and Chris Pratt is top of my list. Another one, I'll give you a freebie, Scarlett Johansson. Something about her, I don't know how to explain it. Something about her aura just really bugs me. (laughs) So, okay, so that's the thing. Can, could Andy Samberg play Star-Lord? I want to vote yes. I think I would love it. I think I'd be, I I think it's hard to imagine because that's honestly, like, because I liked Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. But, I liked Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. Obviously, this is before he, like, he, like, stayed around long enough to become the villain and then i feel like did jurassic world come out before guardians of the galaxy i feel like guardians of the galaxy was like the first like oh whoa he did like some war movies which honestly that should have been that should have been uh our red flag guardians of the galaxy came out 2014 when did Jurassic World come out? Jurassic World came out 2015. Okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, it's good. As much as I don't like Chris Pratt, I will admit it is is so fucking well done. That is a Marvel. That was, when that came out, I was like, this is a fucking Marvel movie I can get behind. Like, it was just fun. And I loved all the fucking characters. And yeah, and even the second one was good. And it was something that I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I could get into the Avengers because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers are coming together. But, like, I just don't give a fuck about the Avengers. Like, I, like, there is not one Avenger. I guess now Spider-Man. There's not one Avenger that I give a fuck about. I, I, someone who gives me bad vibes, Robert Downey Jr. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I don't like Iron Man. Captain America's cool because I like Chris Evans, but, like, He's kind of boring. I liked Thor Ragnarok. I will say that. I liked Thor Ragnarok. Didn't Taki Watiti do that one? Taki Watiti's amazing. I think I think it was him. And that's why it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Taki Watiti. Right? Yes. Um But so I go down a rabbit hole of thought and then I like forget what my original thing was. Anyways, Stan Andy Samberg can Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. Jurassic World was fine. I found Chris Pratt met. He looked way too like spray tan in that movie. I will say that. But who was that bit? Okay. Who was the redhead in it? Dallas. Bryce Dallas Howard. Dallas Bryce. Ha- I think it's Bryce. What is her fucking name? Dallas Bryce Howard or is it Bryce Dallas Howard Bryce Dallas Howard I always get her mixed up with Jessica Chastain there's another redheaded there's two redheaded bitches always get mixed up um fuck Sacha Baron Cohen's wife fuck what is her name oh my god Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain looks way too similar. Okay, Isla Fisher and Amy Adams. Those are the two redheads who also look way too fucking similar. Anyways, Isla Fisher's in Hot Rod. Love that queen. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. She did great. The kids did great. 
uh, Nick Robinson. He's from Made, and he's from Love Simon. He did good. Whoever the little boy was did good. Chris Pratt did fine. The dinosaurs did good. <laughs> Chris Pratt did fine. But like, why did they make him that t- like tan looking? He was kind of boring in it, to be honest. Like, it, it, I don't think it was his fault. I think it was like his character was like kind of meh. Anyway, they love writing like at action or adventure movies like that where like they just literally give their character no fucking depth like the main character. I feel like Dylan O'Brien plays a lot of characters like that. And I love Dylan O'Brien. That's the hardest thing about growing up is accepting that like maybe Dylan O'Brien isn't that good of an actor, but like he still seems like a really good person and I li- and I like him, but Y'all, I watched Love and Monsters, not recently, and it was like, I think it was, I don't know if it was him. It was like, it was it was something wonky about the movie. Like, it looked beautiful, it had a great cast, I thought the acting was good, but it's like some of the, and like the story was cool, but it's like some of the dialogue was kind of like forced, and dialogue's fucking hard, but so... I realized, and I think it's because his character was supposed to be like kind of young, like younger than him, but it's like though, I don't even know how to explain it. Like he, it's like, he was talking stupid. Like it was like, he was like, it felt like he was trying to sound younger than he is, but I'm like, does he, has he just, which like, I feel like he talked like that. Like when I liked him in team wolf, but like he was that he was young. So I'm like, has he always fucking talked like this? And I just never realized, but like now that he's an adult and he still talks like this, like, it's just not, it's not cute anymore. <laughs> Anyways, Love and Monsters. It was okay. It had uh, Mer- Merle Murray from uh, The Walking Dead, who's also in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's like the blue guy who can like whistle and the arrow will like shoot people. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, how did I get on Dylan O'Brien? It always comes back to Dylan O'Brien. It really does. God damn it. I forgot what I forgot about. Okay. Moving on. Euphoria, bro. You fucking euphoria. I'm loving this season. It's halfway done right now. A new episode's coming out tomorrow. It already got renewed for a third season. And... I like how much people are talking about it and how much people like have all these different theories and stuff. Cause like, it is fun. It is fun to like have theories about what's going to happen or like what's going on. But on the other hand, cause like sometimes I'll, I'll be revealed things that I didn't even notice or like hadn't even thought about. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. But then also sometimes I just wish everyone shut the fuck up. That's what I wish. (laughs) Sometimes I wish everyone would shut the fuck up because just like the negativity, like if you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. I don't know. You're allowed to critique things, I guess. I'm just being, I just, I hate when I love something and then people, it's not even that they don't love it. It's just like they do love it, but like from a place of love, they're like critiquing it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I just have to like fucking not go on Twitter. And that's the thing. If you're watching Euphoria, like the day that it drops on Sunday, you, if you haven't watched it yet, don't go on fucking Twitter because they have spoilers out the fucking wazoo. And what is a wazoo? You know, let's Google out the wazoo. I did not know this. Okay. Wazoo means a person's buttocks or anus huh i i literally didn't know you were saying like out the ass but that makes sense because that's what you're saying but like wazoo let's start calling buttholes wazoo wazoos yo sick wazoo banjo kazooie (laughs) did y'all ever play banjo kazooie my dad had like the OG PlayStation or maybe it was a PlayStation 2. I, f- I don't. It might not even been PlayStation. I was very small. I was like six years old and he got Banjo-Kazooie and he would let me play it. I don't remember anything about it, but I, I remember that I played it. 
I'm a gamer is all I'm saying. So Euphoria this season, loving it. Dominic Fike, an artist, is Elliot. And I, he's great. He's literally great. He's a good actor. And I had like his single Three Nights where it's like three nights at the hotel. So I had that and I knew that I knew that song and I had down, I already had it downloaded. But so I was just like, especially with him being on Euphoria, I've been seeing a lot of people just being like, oh, like the original, like OG fans know who Dominic is and like. Like, his music's so fucking good, blah, blah, blah. So, I was like, let me just, you know, I like that one song, even though it was, like, a single. So, I was like, let me just check it out. The last album he had was in 2020. And so, I listened to the whole album and, bruh, downloaded the whole thing. It's bangers on bangers. It's beautiful. And I've been listening to it on repeat all morning. And then I also listened to the album that Three Nights came off of, which was, like, I think it was, like, demo. It said something about demos. Maybe it was like an EP. I don't know. It was it was a much shorter album. And it was from like 2018. And I listened to that whole thing. Ended up downloading that too. He's great. He's so talented. And he's adorable. Um, But his character. See this, this is the thing about fucking Twitter. Is like me watching the show. I, I really like his character. Like I haven't. I haven't gotten bad vibes from his character at all. But then I go on Twitter. And Twitter's like he's a master manipulator. You see how he did this this and this. And I'm like. Is he a master manipulator or is like his character a 17 year old, you know, who's also a drug addict? Mm, I don't know. So, yeah, I think that this last episode, the fourth episode is my, it has been my favorite so far this season. Like, it was just so fucking good. So fucking funny. So fucking chaotic. Beautiful. Like, I, I fucking teared up. Like, ugh. It reminded me, like, of shit from season one. But so, something cool that's happening is... So, season one was filmed, like, digitally. Like, on big-ass camera. But so, for season two... Sam Levison, the creator... He decided to film it on, like... I think, like, 50 millimeter. Like, some kind of, like, Kodak camera. So, it, like, has a little bit of a different vibe. And I, I think it's pretty fucking cool. And, like, it, I, it's probably... It, it's gotta be way more work to record on, like, a film camera, right? It's gotta be. It has to be. So that's impressive. But then, so I'm also like when I go on Twitter, like, so I'm enjoying this. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm like, I just see people get mad about like where characters are being taken. And like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm getting mad about, I'm just along for the ride, dude. I'm not like, I wanted you to do this. Like, I feel like I'm just here for the ride and that's how you should be. But also on Twitter, I'm like seeing all this kind of behind the scenes rumor shit about like the cast and the creator and like so supposedly so then it's like because I'm not good at separating art and artist so then it like kind of gets in my head of like thinking about it during the show but luckily luckily I don't have to see the creator he's not in it I'm not staring at his face but I love the cast like I literally love that entire cast so I, I feel like, I mean, as long as they're having a good time and they, like, like their job that they're doing, fuck yeah. But, so, apparently, like, well, first of all, they were saying that, like, Sam Levinson is a nepotism baby because his dad's Barry Levinson, who's, like, a really famous, like, director, producer, writer, comedian, blah, 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 blah. Um, and he, like, did a bunch of fucking famous old movies. So, they're being, like, oh, he's literally just, like, a rich kid whose dad was already in the business. But, like... For creating Euphoria, that's pretty fucking impressive. Like, even just, like, writing-wise. Writing-wise, directing-wise, everything-wise. Pretty fucking impressive. So, I'ma give him, I'ma give him credit. I'ma give him flowers. But, so, also, they were saying that, and again, this is all fucking rumors, that he just, like, and th this is my problem with Euphoria, is that, like, Obviously, all the actors are of age, but why? I just don't like the idea of, like, watching these characters who are supposed to be, like, 17, like, fuck and be naked. It's a little bit weird to me. Um, and so, for that reason, I wish they were in college, but I get that they, they need this aspect of, like, hometown and parents, and it's, it, you can't really do that in college. I was like, make it a community college. Fuck it. 
uh just make them because then that's the other thing is they i guess they wouldn't get to do school drama but i don't even feel like they're really at school that much in the show anyway <laughs> maybe they are anyways it doesn't matter so apparently he has you know he, there's a lot of like nudity in the show but that's one thing i like about euphoria is that this is like the first show to kind of equally show like men and women naked because mostly people just show women but euphoria is like here's a dick and it's not pretty and that's a dick right there were you you're just chilling watching the scene you think it's a beautiful scene dick <laughs> so basically like feeling like he's over sexualizing like the actors and kind of just like ex i don't know if like exploiting their bodies is the right thing to say but like apparently barbie who barbie ferreira who plays cat which was like the cam girl from the first episode first episode from the first season she kind of like had an argument with him on set about like being uncomfortable or like saying that he was like over sexualizing them and stuff and that so in response he has started to like he like cut a bunch of her character scenes and like a bunch of her lines and is possibly like writing her out of the show which I will say that from the first part of that season without even knowing that I did I was very confused about her storyline like I was I was just like I just feel like it kind of doesn't fully make sense and so if he just decided to like cut all the shit that kind of I guess that makes sense I don't know um and then also that like so Sydney Sweeney who plays Cassie she's like been naked a fucking lot and she has great titties um <laughs> But so apparently she said in an interview that like Sam Levinson wanted her to be naked in like pretty much all of her scenes basically. And that's probably me. That's probably like being facetious. I don't know if I use that word right. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell facetious. God damn it. It's spelt like facious. Face chius. Facetious. Treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor. Flippant. Okay, sure. I guess I used it right. I don't even know. But so. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. She said in an interview that, like, he, he, like, had a lot of scenes for her that she was, like, naked. And, but she said that he was very, like, respectful and receptive when she would be like, I don't, I don't feel like I need to be naked in the scene or, like, I don't know maybe I don't want to be naked you know and he would like change it up for her and she was like I love him blah blah blah. he's great so I, I don't know um and then also the other fucking behind the scenes bullshit rumors um is that Hunter Shaver who plays Jules almost a June and Jacob Alordi who plays Nate Jacobs uh don't really like each other like hunter doesn't like him or they don't get along she just she doesn't feel comfortable around him she doesn't want to work with him uh she d people figured out that like she doesn't she, he's like the only person in the cast she doesn't follow on instagram and because they set up such a kind of a big thing with jules and nate in season one and then like there's like little to no interaction and so they're saying they were saying like hunter like refuses to like film with him like that and they're saying like they think that cassie's storyline that's happening right now was supposed to be with jules and people are being like that makes way more sense i disagree i disagree jules was as much as she fell in love with nate as tyler like when they were just talking and she didn't know it was nate jacobs as soon as she knew it was nate jacobs she was out she's fucking scared of him she knows that he is a psychopath and you know i do think that he also kind of had feelings for her and was hoping that when they met in person this is all season one shit that you know she would get over it and like get be like oh we have been having feelings over the phone blah 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 um i'm not high and i took my adhd meds 
but i just don't think it would make like it makes way more sense to me that like jules would do everything in her power to stay the fuck away from that family from the jacobs from cal from nate bye it makes a lot of sense to me um that's a lot of trauma right there both of them and it makes sense to me that like cassie and nate would get together because cassie is obviously she's like struggling with like self-image issues and also like a bunch of emotional shit and like she has like this weird thing where like she constantly like it sounds like she it seems like she like needs to have a guy um and so she's like getting that attention from nate and i I don't know it just it makes sense it makes sense to me i don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about i'm enjoying i'm enjoying the season like they're um yeah i really like it uh And I'm excited to see how it fucking ends. I, I literally just feel like Euphoria is a show that you just, I don't feel like they're winging it. I feel like everything they show us and tell us is like very intentional. At least that's how season one was. And I feel like it's just one of those that you just got to buckle up and just you're in for the ride. It's just so fucking well done, dude. Like, the acting, the fucking, the cinematography, the music, like, oh, it's so fucking good. Anyways, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And then I'm caught up on The Righteous Gemstones, dude. Also comes out on Sunday. Fucking so fucking funny, dude. So fucking funny. If you haven't seen The Righteous Gemstones on HBO, HBO please do yourself a favor and watch it. It's so fucking good. John Goodman, Danny McBride, Adam Devine, Walter Goggins. Second season, Eric Andre. I can't think of anything, any of the other people's names. I think my favorite character is the sister. She says Judy. She says the most in fucking sane things ever. And it catches me off guard every time. And I swear to God, she like makes me laugh the most so great also john Gunn, he he lost some weight and he is looking good he's looking healthy i wish he was my father <laughs> i guess my grandfather now he's so fucking sweet he kind of does remind me of my grandpa i just love his voice it just takes me back to like being a kid and watching monsters inc and hearing sully Ugh, i should rewatch monsters inc um and the last thing i'm gonna say right now what i'm watching outlander ever heard of outlander i hadn't either my tattoo artist recommended it to me it's like her favorite show and then i recommend it to aaron aaron's also watching it and then i talked to my friend Allie about it and apparently it used to be Allie's favorite show i told my mom about it my it used to be my mom's favorite show i have never heard of the show why didn't y'all tell me about this fucking show but so it's about like this bitch it's like a period piece and it's on netflix there's like four seasons, four or five seasons. And then the newest season is going to come out like in March, I think is what my tattoo artist said. Anyways, so it's a period piece set in like the 1940s, like right after World War One. Is that when World War One happened? Or is it World War Two? When? Did World War One end? World War One's like nineteen twenty, like before nineteen twenty. My bad. It's World War Two. Okay, so right after World War Two ends, and our main bitch, her name's Claire. She, she's an English bitch, and she has been like working as a nurse in the army. And I gotta go soon. Okay, so she's been working as a nurse in the army. So, like, she's been around, like, fucked up people. She knows how to, like, heal people. She knows how to, like, handle, like, really stressful situations. And so, her and her husband, Frank, they, he was, like, he he was somewhere else, like, doing shit for the army. Like, he was, like, helping send out, like, spies and shit. I don't know. But so, basically, they have not seen each other for five years. And so, the war is over. And they're basically, like, damn, we have not seen each other in five years. Let's, like, do, like, a second honeymoon and kind of, you know, get to know each other again. So, they go to Scotland because he is really into, like, his ancestry. ancestry, And he found out that a lot of his people are from or, like, spent time in Scotland. 
And so he's able to like find these old castles that they were at. And like, he's like telling her all these history facts and like stuff about his family. Um, and then there's like, it's called like Craig Nadoon and it's basically like Scotland's version of a Stonehenge in the show. And they go to watch these druids do kind of like this little like ritual that happens every year. And she goes back later to like, she saw like a flower she wanted to pick or something. And basically she like touches the rock and gets shot like fucking 200 years back into the past. And now she's in like the 18th century in Scotland. And there's like people fucking, it's just fucking nuts, dude. And it's so good. And like, she's a doctor so she's able to help them with shit but she'll be like give me disinfectant and they're like what what is disinfectant or like she called someone a sadist and they were like what does that what does that mean (laughs) and they someone didn't even know what the word fucking meant like she was like you're a fucking sadist and they were like what's fucking (laughs) um and it's just fucking cool because she also like knows she was able to like with all the history shit she like was able to be like, oh shit, this is where like the English ambush you guys. And then like they got the upper hand. Um, and so it's a lot of cool shit. And then it's a love story. And the guy is fucking sexy. Well, the character, cause I've looked at the actor and like, he's cute, but I'm not really attracted to him, but it's like this care, the way the character is like, it grows on you. His name's Jamie. He's so fucking sexy. Anyways, it's good. I'm on season two now. And We'll see how it goes. But that's what I've been fucking watching. And um, yeah, I actually have to leave because I have plans with my friend Brittany. And I hope we go to Chili's. No, we probably won't go to... We went to Chili's last week. Olive Garden? All of Garden. Anyways, if you listen this far, I really appreciate it. I know this was kind of a quick one. Um, I feel like maybe I was kind of talking fast at some points, but it is what it's fuck it is what it fucking is it is what it do be you know and if you watch this far that's fucking sick and i really appreciate it and if you didn't watch it fuck you but so this is no eye contact and i'll catch you on the flippity flip bye, bye. <laughs>